audio. And now, a free pour from Whiskey at Work with Mark and Rob. Hi, everybody. <laughs> it's Rob and... In Houston, on our... I don't know why you got to get all creepy every time. <laughs> what did I call? Oh, I called this the free pour, didn't I? That's I think what I referred it to as on our, as, as the extra podcast that we do for whiskey at work. That was a clever name, free pour. I like free it. pour. Did you like that? Yeah, yeah. Well, you're hearing Mitch McKeven right now from Southern Distributing right here in Rapid City. How are you, Mitch? I'm good. How are you doing? Good, man. It's uh, well, we last saw you at a tasting. In a speakeasy, didn't we? No, I last saw him at Cohort when I invited him to come to this deal, and then he bagged on me for... Well... I'm surprised you remember that. You <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, let's throw in a little... Well, I'm sure it, both it, of it you was, were half... It was beer, it wasn't whiskey. Half in the bag, I suppose. Um, I made it home. Well, uh, and we, we, we knew you going back to your days as a manager... At uh, Vertex here at the Alex Johnson in yep. in Rapid City, when you were doing some pretty cool stuff up there, that I think more people need to be doing around here. Yeah, and I mean, I had a lot of fun doing that. Those were, that stuff. was all your idea too, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, and so you would sit down and pair these whiskeys and bourbons with and tequila and tequilas. Oh, you 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 made me a tequila fan. <laughs> I just I hate you for that. <laughs> I have found such good tequila anymore that, That's, you know, but it's tequila. Oh, God, we're getting way off track already, but tequila. Uh, welcome to Whiskey or It's got to be cheap tequila is not good tequila. Uh, there's some diamonds in the rough here like and there. What? but uh, I would love to know because I'm spending way too yeah. much money. <laughs> I guess it's your definition of uh, cheaper, inexpensive, as we like to say in the game. Inex- you know? Right. Yeah. You don't say cheap, it's inexpensive. <laughs> so what's, uh, what's, what's a good inexpensive tequila then? Uh, Espolón. Okay. Any, anything from Espolón. Blanco, really? Reposado, Añejo. Yeah, amazing. I mean, the, the Blanco MSRPs are like... Twenty dollars, twenty-one dollars. Oh, well, that is che- inexpensive. Yeah. <laughs> inexpensive. <laughs> sure, well, that, okay. that's pretty cheap. <laughs> El Tesoro, if you're getting into your like thirty-eight to forty-five dollar range, right. El Tesoro's amazing. I had the uh, I don't I can't remember what it's called. It's the twisted bottle with the the, the cap on top that fills up. Um, oh, I can never remember the name of it. The bottle looks like you've twisted it. And then the cap on it is the pour, the first mm. pour that you pull. All out the of that. hand gestures are really helping. They're not all helping the on the. They're, they're not helping they're on listening the, on the podcast. Right, nobody cares about tequila anyway. It's not what we're. It's not <laughs> what we're here for. Uh, anyway, so Mitch, Southern Distributing, uh, give us just a little. Uh, are you from here, Mitch? Yeah, I'm born and raised out here. Yeah. Okay. Um, went to school out here. Where'd you go to school? Where'd you yep. go to like high I, school? And I grew up all throughout the Douglas system. I'm a military brat. Oh, so. got it. Yeah, okay. born on the base, and uh, yeah, I went through school there, and um, yeah, just stuck around. And like you said, started working the Vertex. I worked there for probably three and a half years. Uh, was that like one, doing of, this. one of your first like full time gigs? Was that, or where did um, you kind of st- come no, from there? I managed a shoe store for like a year <laughs> <laughs> when I was wow. nineteen, and um, but I've been in and out of the bar game. I mean, since I've been able to work, my first job was a busboy at fourteen. And uh, okay. at, at the old Boston's, which I actually oh miss. I miss God. that place a lot. Oh, yeah, so do I. They had great pizza there. I know. And and inexpensive pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you kind of was. There was a server there by the name of Leilani that was, oh my goodness. was happy to bring 
cheap pizza to your table. <laughs> you remember the name of servers in restaurants? She, she caught my eye, man. It was a long time ago. Were you were you married at this time? I, yeah, oh yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Don't, don't don't hey don't go there. Becky thought no. she was cute too. <laughs> Wait a minute. This podcast just took an interesting turn. <laughs> well, we weren't taking her home. Oh. Well, then I don't care anymore. Well, don't, yeah. don't, don't talk yeah. about. I thought that was about to be way cooler than <laughs> yeah, it was. Exactly. Uh, and then you Welcome started to, to my life. <laughs> you started, uh, like I said, went to uh, the Vertex here and managed the, the the Vertex, for some people that may not know, is kind of an, um, you know, it's a, it's a higher-end bar here in Rapid City above the Hotel Alex Johnson, which is probably Rapid City's most iconic building, I would It's I probably, would yeah. probably the highest bar, too, since it's on the top floor. Since it it's is. on the very top of the Alex Johnson, which is our highest building. Building, isn't it in Rapid City? I don't know. Probably. I think it probably has to be. So that's where we first met you because you were doing these pairings with, like we mentioned earlier, whiskey and 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 tequila. This, you, yeah. We never got to the Scotch one. The, whis- no, we the whiskey was the Japanese. Yeah, which introduced us both to it. Right. And we found uh, an entire line there that was absolutely delicious. <laughs> so the Shinkachutos? Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah, the summer, fall, spring, and winter line. Oh, yeah. I, my God. I can't talk about those too much anymore because I don't sell them now. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, well, that's, uh, that's I mean, they were, yeah, they were, they were all so delicious. And then, like we said, we kind of talked about the tequilas. And then we were getting all excited for what you were going to do next because you had talked about rum, which I wasn't really uh, all that familiar with. And then you quit and you left us I, and you bailed. Just bailed. And we, uh, we had nowhere to turn anymore. So all of those fun things stopped. Yeah, because the tickets were free, too. We really appreciate that. <laughs> really appreciate that whole thing. <laughs> That's one good thing of spending all of our money on whiskey has right. done, is we get some free tickets. Everyone's, well, and we're, we're drinking some pretty good free bourbon right now, too, as we're doing this podcast that well, we'll get into I in am. a bit. You're, I am, too. Even started yet. I, had a, I had a sip, and it was delicious. Well, the, um, very good. the cool oh, thing God. about what I do now is I actually took over the Vertex account Oh, okay. uh, after uh, being away from it for seven months. So I actually just did a wine tasting there. Yesterday, did dinner. you really? Yep. So I'm putting on events again, and actually, uh, shameless promotion. <laughs> March 10th, I'm doing an Irish whiskey tasting up there, so you guys are definitely invited. March 10th, Irish whiskey. Yeah, that week might. I'm kill not me. gonna be here. Oh, God. that's too bad. I shall Rob, go you were invited. Stead. If you will in my place, that would be great. Okay, so then me and Russell go. Let's talk about. Yeah, bring Russ. Distribution in this crazy world of alcohol, because I know <laughs> absolutely yeah, nothing absolutely. about it. Um, I mean, Rob and I have had conversations, that, you know, that pop up just when we're when we're doing episodes of Whiskey at Work, or when we're sitting around at three thirty wondering how Which we bottle can, do we open right? <laughs> what can we open up to get us close to what five? Can we get us to fix the world's problem? <laughs> yeah. And now you have to think of what can I open up that I can buy again? <laughs> yes. Well, that's true. <laughs> there, you know, there's a tr- lot of truth in that. I mean, I, we've talked about it. I've got some bottles in my office that I would really love to drink, but I'm no. not sure I'm ever going to be able to get them again. Right. So let's let's just kind of start with the basics of distributing. Okay. Um, what? Why? 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 Why do we need it? Why is it a thing? Um, I mean, there's a there's a three party system which kind of keeps um, suppliers honest. Um, it's it's not active everywhere. There's some states that are controlled by the state. The liquor is, and those states, if you've ever been to some, uh, let's say North Carolina, um, believe Wyoming, Montana, 
it's it's kind of awful. Um, the state controls everything, like I said. So there's no competitive pricing. Um, there's no there's no telling what they have to have in their sets. I mean, the state controls all that. So having distribution with three different companies, it creates competitiveness and it creates uh, opportunities for stores to kind of arrange their stores how they want to. Like how Timmins is so much different from Mr. Liquor and Mr. Liquor is so much different from Smiths and and so on and so forth. So I think that's where the the importance comes in. So why can't and and I, I'm, I'm assuming this is an obvious question, but why can't somebody like oh I don't know uh, Russell that we're drinking right here or somebody like Jack Daniels? Why can't they just why do, why do they need you? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> Honestly, oh, I thought there would be a um, very definitive answer to that yeah. one. Because <laughs> well, a lot of people would be out of work if they. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's such a huge. It'd be such a huge market if you had you know sixty eight different distributors coming at you from every one of these suppliers as a liquor store manager. Um, oh sure, you know, it kind of condenses it. So we're handling. I'd probably handle over a hundred brand names. You know, really yeah. well. I did look at your list. Southern is a pretty because you guys cover. I mean, I mean, you're it. Southern is a big distribution of, of spirits. Yeah, um, it's the largest in the nation. Actually, we're in all fifty states except no for the kidding. control states. Oh, so I, I guess didn't see that. Yeah, 40, that's forty-two, forty-three. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, all fifty except for seven. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, you obviously really enjoy doing this. I mean, if you if you've kind of bounced around and landed here, somebody told me I don't remember who we were talking with that said this was kind of your dream job. This is kind of something you wanted to to really get into. Yeah, yeah, it was. I kind of had more of a romanticized idea of what it was going to be, <laughs> it, like with every job that you think right. you want, you know, and I, I do love it, don't get me wrong at all, but yeah. obviously it's not all rainbows and, and booze, Sure, you know, but when I started working at a restaurant, like like I told you very early, you know, I met, I don't remember when I met my first liquor rep, but at some point I remember, you know, guys sitting down with my manager and bringing some booze in and they're laughing and talking, drinking a little bit, and then he just packs up and goes on his way. And I'm like, man, that seems like an awesome job. <laughs> and it is a little bit of that. There, right. You know, obviously there's a lot more to it, but... Yeah, I, I don't regret the change at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I do miss slanging drinks, though. I'll tell you that. Not taking any work home with you. Yeah. You know, I don't think about work until I'm about to go in. Right. Um, you're kind of, you're a little bit married to it in this job, but um, I've been in sales before, and, you know, it's nothing too new. So. Okay. Um, so how do, how do certain uh, big, I don't know, I mean, how do, how do certain distilleries, spirits, wine, beer, how do they pick who to go with? Yeah, that that question's a little bit above my pay grade. Okay, um, but I do know nowadays they're signing uh, like record contracts. Like it used to be just a couple years or one year that they would be with certain distributors, and they'd switch it up based on. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they look at overall sales, you know, from Republic to Johnson out here to Southern, and they see like who's trending up or in their, you know, in their category. In their category, yep, and. So, Southern made a little bit of history by signing the largest contract ever with Bacardi. You know, oh. uh, they signed a <laughs> Mitch ten-year. Mitch is wearing his Bacardi shirt as he's talking. Yeah. <laughs> they signed a ten-year deal with Bacardi, and under certain circumstances, they had to be in every state representing Bacardi. So, in some states, Southern sells Crown Royal and Smirnoff, and they have the Diageo book. Uh, and that I don't understand all that, right. like how it goes state to state. Some of it gets even divided regionally, as right? 
So, um, but Bacardi's deal was that they had to represent Bacardi with Southern Glazers in, in all the states. And so that's actually how it was formed out here. Southern Glazers didn't exist five years ago oh. until they signed that deal with Bacardi. And then we had a little depot out here that we still operate out of, uh, but we only had Bacardi products. And now we have almost all the products that they right. have in every other state at the same little depot. Um, so we, we grew fast. So there's a lot of, obviously, uh, craft distilleries that are starting up. Um, you know, you're seeing, and you're, see, you're seeing some get relatively great traction. Others you're never going to hear of again, or it's sourced out, you know. They're or, just, it's, or it's so regional that you, or local that you can't get it anywhere, you know. Right. Small, small distilleries that are only distributing in a handful of states that if you get it on vacation, you can't get it in your local liquor store. Right. So mm-hmm. why, why, and that's another maybe obvious question, I don't know, but why, why, why can't it, why can't somebody like you guys pick it up or why can't somebody, you know, uh, why, why doesn't it get distributed? Is it, is it because they maybe just don't want it? They don't have enough to distribute it? Or do you guys look at it purely by numbers and be like, well, we're not going to move enough of this. So we can't be the ones to pick it up. I mean, can you answer that yeah. question? Is that is another that... question above my pay grade? Okay, but sure. I'm sure it's a little bit of, of both sides not meeting certain requirements. Um, I mean, to launch on a national scale, that's huge. Like you said, sure. they probably don't have enough product they're pushing out or demand for it. And uh, also, Southern's looking at them like, do we really want to, you know, spend time on something that's on that small mm-hmm. of a scale? Not saying that we wouldn't. Like I said, above my pay grade. For sure. That decision. We, we've already got forty-seven bourbons. We do. We need this bomb and pop yeah. bourbon. And but we 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 that's kind of what we talked about a little bit before we got on here. Is this. You know, obviously, bourbon, the explosion of it is unprecedented right now. There's never been a, a bigger time to be, well, A, a bourbon drinker, a bourbon collector. Whiskey right? in general, Whiskey I think. in general, sure. But now what's happening is all of these people are going out and, because we were talking about this, this Russell's right here. Let me see the book. I get it. The Russell's Reserve. That's it. It's a little too far. We have a giant table in here. We're talking oh, about. Yeah, it's, it's nice in here. It's about three inches too high. <laughs> and now, you want to? No, it isn't. We're not going to start that conversation right about now. Who made the table uh, too high? I did. Russell's Reserve. This is ten year old. Um, I'd never, I'd never heard of it. It's part of the Wild Turkey brand, and it's, it's delicious. Yeah. I mean, just really, really solid. Um, but you were telling me, I'm thinking, okay, this is great. I can go out and buy some. And you're like, no, you probably can't because <laughs> the collectors are going out and buying all of this, and, and now it's not on the shelves. And is that is that good for you guys, or does that get frustrating, too? Because you're like, come on, man. You know, buy it and drink it. Don't buy it and hoard it. Because does, does that affect what – I mean, does that question even make sense? Their bottom line, yeah. I'm sure, is, is it fine matter. either way. Right. It's the guys that want to try it that can't get it that have to buy it on a secondary market for exponentially more. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, a, it's the scalpers that are really just hurting the everyday people. Our numbers don't really get affected. Right. In fact, they might be a little better because as soon as we get a product in, it sells automatically. We don't even have to try. It comes in, we, we bill it, we know the people need it. Right. You know, so whenever Russell's tenure, knock on wood, if it does come in <laughs> anytime soon, <laughs> I'd send it to my accounts that I know have a spot for it, and I know they're out of it. Everybody's out of it. So, so can you ask for? Can you ask for? Can you be like, look, we we need more, but here is there a hierarchy for you guys too? There, there is. Um, 
these companies they're on such a large scale though mm-hmm. like heaven hill and yeah. sazerac and all that they they look strictly at numbers so in order to get a lot of these allocated bourbons you have to carry a certain amount of, of their products like a certain amount of heaven hill products in order to be looked at on that scale for volume to get allocated these bourbons it's kind of a it's a messy game that they play so and you it, so you guys have to be you guys have to play that same game as a distributor for the allocated is places like the the liquor stores mm-hmm. or places like Timmins have to do too they have they've got to play you've got to have x amount Timmins has to take x amount for them to be looked at for that oh well, that's I th- interesting i think mm-hmm. it's i think it goes deeper than that even you know if you want if you want 10 cases of blantons you have to sell X amount of whatever associated vodka or gin that they have. Yeah, yep. it's oh. not just. I mean, anybody could could sell ten cases of Blantons tomorrow, right? Just because it's you know it's hard to get everywhere. Because it's, it's okay. It's not well, that great. I mean, I, that's I, mean, I, I don't I don't think that's one of yours, but <laughs> it's not. You can slander it all you want. <laughs> Perfect. It's, it's, it's an all right or, 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 or Russell's Reserve or whatever. You've got to take so many of their other products in there in the in in that family that is being distributed by that whether it's Diageo or Sazerac or Brown Foreman or whatever. You have to take so many other of those products in order to get allocated the good mm-hmm. stuff. Right. You know that it's it's a it's a shell game, really. Yeah, it's it's a messy game, and I I hate playing the game. But well, because what if have you, to. what if you can't move the other stuff that nobody gives a crap about? Then what do you guys do with it? Well, where, it doesn't go bad. So <laughs> I say, where's the big sale on yeah, it then? Because that would be the next thing to ask. That yeah, that does happen a lot. Items Boy. get discontinued and put on sale. I mean, yeah, you know, I, I feel like we don't play that game as hard, but there definitely is. Uh, like Sazerac is the worst. I will really. Sazerac works with all three distribu- distributors. Yep. Um, they pull certain bourbons that you know become famous and, and hard to get, like 1792. Two years ago, I was getting it by the case at Vertex and selling it by the glass, you know, mm-hmm. no problem. Then it won a couple of awards, and all of a sudden, now I can't get it anymore. Now it's allocated. Now I have to carry a certain amount of blah, blah, blah in order to, to get oh, some 1792. So, uh, you know, I don't know this 100% for sure, but I think those companies play games like that, you know, when something is kind of hard to get. They, they realize that people will play that game. That's so dirty. Good Lord. <laughs> That's why it makes you feel so good when you actually see yeah. one of these yeah. on the shelf. <laughs> but it must be Some, somebody in Rapid just posted on the on the forum that they found a bottle of Koi Hill on the on the shelf. Where? In Rapid. Did they say where? No, of course not. They're not going to give away a well, top come secret. On. Well, they already got a bottle. Yeah, Share I guess the they information. Don't, they don't, yeah, exactly. Well, You've already got. It might have been the only one. I guess maybe they're only feeding them out there once every third Tuesday at two fifteen. I don't know. But God, no. we've been doing this for almost three years, and we have no inside knowledge into stuff like that. Well, a little what bit. What are you talking we've about? Got, we've, got, we've got Dan. I got yeah, a guy. You got Dan. Dan out at Timmins will help a, everyone. I got a guy and a girl. What are you talking about? Uh, well, come on. Helps when you have a... Why don't you your, do... Your why daughter, don't, daughter that works at the liquor store in Brookings. So. <laughs> well, you still don't tell me about any of it. That's I a little disturbing. The eastern side of the state gets way more than we do. Sioux Falls, especially, they're a lot drunker than we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can, I can, I they guess have I, to be to live there. It's cold. I suppose I can understand that. There are two hundred thousand people too well, out yeah, there. Got, you know, they got three in, times the population right out here. Why don't you tell us some of the stuff that you rep other than other than the wild turkey? Yeah, well, I mean, wild turkey goes a little bigger with Heaven Hill. 
Um, they have some of my favorite bourbons. Of course, a lot of them are allocated. <laughs> um, like I said, Bacardi is a big one, and uh, Bacardi owns a lot of the other liquors you wouldn't think, like Grey Goose, uh, for one, Admiral Nelson's, um, and then Jim Beam is another big one that I rep, and Jim Beam owns a lot of yeah. <laughs> a lot of stake in, in the game as well. So those are kind of my main core four i'd say and then i'd throw jägermeister in there as well oh, of course as being it being big you got a college town you yeah. got anywhere they're gonna have that you're gonna have your jäger sky <laughs> campari college well, not happening you know what right i'm now. gonna tell you i'm gonna tell i'm gonna okay listen take a bottle of jäger not a bottle not the whole thing god don't ever drink the whole thing <laughs> don't don't tell me that no don't take take cry. take some jäger about an ounce and a half two ounces and then mix it with about seven ounces of pineapple juice what? it's delicious i'm not kidding do it or do that same same ratio in Dr Pepper. I think you need to put a uh, disclaimer on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> if you, Look, if you, if you a, die from liver failure, <laughs> we are not responsible. I'm super ashamed that I admitted that I had Jaeger and I liked it. If you're putting four to one mixer to booze, why do you have the booze at all? Because you just want the flavor. It's not always about getting lit, Rob. Sometimes it's just about the taste of it. You can, saying, you can appreciate that, right? saying the, to him as he's on his third glass <laughs> about to be. <laughs> the, the opinions on this show are not necessarily right. reflected by all of the members. It's a lot of disclaimers at the end of this one. <laughs> it's gonna, there might have to be. <laughs> i got to put something about Southern Glazers on there, too, before I get in trouble from Sazerac. Tell me, what else do you have in the Heaven Hill line? I mean, I, I know I'm a, I'm a Brown Foreman, Jack Daniels guy, as I've been pretty open about. I'm, and I, I'm sure I've had Heaven Hill stuff. I, what else is in the, the Heaven, Heaven Hill Williams. line? Evan Williams, yeah, yeah. Yep. We just had the other day. Okay, here's a quick question about that before or, you, or you could let him answer mine. <laughs> well, yours, yours was okay, but it was a little boring. Why? <laughs> why is a, a, I get a, a lot more entertaining when I drain the rest <laughs> of the bottle? Why is a bourbon like Evan Williams that that single barrel vintage, um, eight years in the bottle or eight years in the barrel, and then bottled? You have bourbons that that do that exact same thing, that exact same shtick. That will charge eighty to a hundred dollars for a bottle of something like that. How can Evan Williams get away with charging twenty five dollars for something like that? You know, I'm Did, I'm not exactly sure how the how they cost out their bourbons. Right. You know, when they're making them, um, that's something that's fascinating me too. How you can find? I mean, even this Russell's ten year, yeah, forty bucks for forty dollars. Yeah, it tastes like a hundred dollar bourbon. It does. You're right. There's a there's a lot of them out there, and I'm I mean I'm not going to complain about it. Right. <laughs> I don't know how how that works exactly. Um, maybe it's the ingredients that go into it, or maybe you know certain brands are marketing for that higher end market. But oh, yeah. you, you got to have the juice to back it up. Right. You, you don't you don't see a lot of Evan Williams commercials. You see you know. Right, you, all got a, the, you got a Jack Daniels commercial. It's for all your Buffalo Trace and billion dollars. You know, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. That's well, that's a good point. Maybe it may. It's all just marketing. That may, wait a minute. That's why. That's why your insurance wait is so minute. high too. We're we're in the business of that. We better be really <laughs> careful. <laughs> okay, we're marketing not gonna, is wonderful. Every, all of everybody you on this episode is going to get fired. Yeah, everybody should market everything and do it with Home Slice Media. Um, yeah, I, I I I think it's the whole distribution game is. I mean, it's 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 weird. It's interesting. Uh, sometimes it feels a little, you know, 
uh, you know, shady the, mm-hmm. the way certain things get done too. But that's that has nothing to do with you guys. Obviously, you're just you you're are the middleman. Yeah, you're the middleman. You are supplying what your clients are asking for, and you're doing it hopefully to the best of yeah. your ability. Well, right as with that with that tune, get. it can get shady on the representative <laughs> level. I mean, <laughs> it technically can. I I try to be as as honest as possible right. and, and straight up and do good business. But there, you know, there's some people that don't. I'm sure they don't. They don't last very long. But you know. Exactly. And that's every business. Yeah. I mean, it would be, you know, but it would be tempting if if you're in the distribution business and and there's a case of, you know, I don't know, uh, you know, Pappy sitting somewhere in a warehouse. Well, this they just had a big. Was it with uh, God? Who was that? Somebody stole the Buffalo. You're talking it, about that Netflix series, not the series, but I, I bet you we're talking about the same story. The, that was a Buffalo Trace distillery. So that yes. was that was with Pappies and Buffalo Trace and Blantons. It was like one guy or something, or one dude that worked there yeah. figured out a way to steal cases of it. Yeah, barrels. Yeah, it was it was absolutely amazing how he got away with it all. Have you seen that? No, not not, not that particular one. No. What's the what's the I, series called? Because it's like a two episode segment. Yeah, I don't remember. I'm gonna have to check it out though. Oh yeah, let me know. I will. Or maybe you. I want. I want to know how to get a couple of cases, of, <laughs> cases of blends out of somewhere. So, do you do you have anything? Uh, I mean, is there anything new and exciting that's coming out that you know of, or that maybe not a lot of people are privy to at the moment in the bourbon world? Yeah. Um, you know, I haven't heard of too much. Mm-hmm. Um, we did do. You guys are at the blind line where we had the yes. Nelson's Green Briar. Right. That's technically new. Um, it's Who's a, it's it a really old. Um, it's under Premier Premier's book, which okay. is the Jim Beam. Oh, okay. But I guess that actually is kind of a smaller one that we took on. Uh, Nelson's Greenbrier. It it used to be a thing way back in the day, like nineteen. 1910, 1920s. He says 1985. I'm, gonna <laughs> I'm just going to punch him. 1910. He's good. I'm going pre-prohibition. <laughs> sure. Right? I, don't, I don't think you were. No. Well, okay. Well, I, didn't, I don't want to offend. my liver says. But. <laughs> yeah, his liver is 110 years old. Sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that one was, you know, lost in translation and then brought back to life mm-hmm. recently. There's so, a lot of those. Yeah. It seems like it. Yeah. So that that also includes uh, Bell Mead, too. Oh, which was that, yeah. That's we a did little, one of those. We had some of that the other, not too often. I didn't ago. care for it. I don't think either one of us really did on it the Bell Mead. It wasn't my super favorite, no. but, you know, no. it got drank, so. <laughs> <laughs> the Nelson's, Nelson's Greenbrier, it's good because of its price point also. It's not that one that I'm going to open and be afraid that I'm going to drink the whole thing in one yeah. sitting, you know, but it is a nice little, the label's awesome. I mean, it's super old school and right. really captures the essence of what it was back in the day. And the story's awesome too, but um, yeah, the juice is, it's juice. It's good. Sure. <laughs> it's, 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 it's whiskey. <laughs> That's a ringing endorsement. <laughs> this, this is where Houston hey, starts yeah. crabbing about why do you guys call it juice? Why I do you got it? Well, that? there are just certain pretentious terms you hear <laughs> every once juice in a while. And juice is one of them. <laughs> I, I don't know why it bugs me so much. Just, Neither does uh, but, th- but then else. again, what do you I mean, what do you call it? Your personality's I, I, tested. You were easy going. 
I am. I would just call uh-huh. it the. Uh, why don't people just call it whiskey? I mean, that's that's what it is. It's I, the. It it's does the, sound a little pretentious now that you <laughs> call me out on it. <laughs> don't go on his side. <laughs> the juice. God. Oh my goodness! That's what he needs is an ally on these <laughs> silly <laughs> arguments. That it he makes has you sound like you know what you're talking about when you say juice. Well, like it's so nonchalant. Like oh, juice. Right. And and I well, but that's 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 what pretentious people like to do is really sound like oh, they know oh, what they're t- exactly. Oh, like well, when I was sitting on the castle, yes, the especially those. Of us that travel to other countries and you know have have a worldview. Anyway, <laughs> that sure is good. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm sure they'd love to have you back. If there's any way you can get over there and get your, uh, I will. I'll get over there. Don't you worry. To not come back home, that'd be great. You know what? what? At this point, yes, I'm fine. Ukraine. Where, I'm where, gonna, where, stop oh, it. Oh my god. Where did you go? Did you travel recently? I've been. Well, the most recent place I was was yeah, I was in Hungary and Austria and. Uh, the Czech, Czech Republic. Republic. Yeah. How Trying was to it, find how it. is it that I can remember your travel God, itinerary? No kid, well, oh, I talk about you it, about I talk it, all, about the it all the time. So, uh, you know, and they're not known for their whiskey over there, obviously. No, no, but I did come. A, I did come across one from Austria that I wish I could have found a bottle of because it was amazing. Uh, it was a guy's name, and I can't remember what it was. I think I, well, I did a video of it. If you, for those of you that watch our whiskey <laughs> work videos, I did one when I was there. A little short. Real quick knockoff, so you could go find that maybe if if you wanted to, if you wanted to be cool, unlike Rob. Have either of you been to Japan? No, no. but I wa- have you. No, I I really want to go. Yes, I but do too. Speaking of finding whiskey around the world, actually Dan from Timmins was telling me about one of his buddies, Gabe. Gabe, Gabe yeah, yep, that's yep. the guy. Weird, Gabe's coming into a lot of these things Is anymore. <laughs> yeah. so. I, I've never met him. He's like a myth, like yeah. a legend or something <laughs> in the whiskey <laughs> world. He's, he's real. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we met him for the first time the other night. Yeah, did you? Was he mm-hmm. on the show? Uh, we uh, no, they did a they did a, the Dakota Whiskey Territory is a Facebook group mm-hmm. about these whiskey. I don't know why you're not in that. I am. You should, oh, are you? Oh. I don't post in it, but I'm I'm lurking. You oh, you weren't. Okay, you, good. They had a Rapid City gathering. Yeah, they had a get together no. uh, a couple of weeks ago. So we went down and met him, and and it, the myth is true. That dude is he's he lived in Japan for six years, and he he has a a, a basement a room. <laughs> Vault. Oh, that's ridiculous. That's, I mean, that's what I heard. Yeah, and I, and I I got shown a couple of pictures of the bottles with the Japanese mm-hmm, right. know, lettering on it. It looks so <laughs> awesome. I, I want that on my back bar so bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you guys have do you guys do any Japanese? We do Japanese whiskeys. Yeah. Which ones? Uh, so the Jim Beam. It's actually well, it's Beam, Beam Suntory. Suntory. Yeah. Of course. Right. Yeah, so we do all the Suntory brands. Oh well, I mean that's not a bad brand to no. have. That's one of that's that's what it's Nico and and Suntory. Yeah, Nika Suntory. Um, I mean they got Hadazaki. Those are the big ones, aren't they? Yep. Yeah. 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 They're the they're the pioneers. I guess okay. you could say. Excellent. Yeah. So if anybody goes out to a liquor store or goes to a grocery store and. Uh, they see Beam products. That's that's you. That's that's Mitch, who's put that on the shelf. Then, right? <laughs> Certain the stores, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have all of them, but yeah. So, how many people work for in Rapid City? About how many distributors are there, like you? Um, for my company, or yeah. or all companies yeah. combined? For you, just here in Rapid City, um, your company. In Southern Glazers, we have five. That's okay. It. That cover everything for like how how much of the state do you cover? Well, so that's um, I mean I actually I go out to Martin. Oh, once really? a month. Okay, All yeah. Right. So that's I, I probably travel the, the most, um, but there, we cover the Southern Hills, Northern Hills. I mean, like Deadwood, yeah, Spearfish, um, Hill City, 
I do Wall and New Underwood. Okay. Phillip. Martin, like I said. So. so it's all Western South Dakota. I mean, you guys yeah. are almost everywhere out here then. Yep. Is there basically. another division of it in Sioux Falls? There is. Yep. Okay. And they're, they're a lot bigger. They're probably yeah. twice the size. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know how they do their territories over there, but right. yep, much bigger. Excellent. Well, yeah. I got some questions answered then. I've well, learned some you stuff. You came up with some questions. With I was most impressed with that. <laughs> with it's like, what are we going to ask him? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even get to study. Like, I, <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know. What's he bringing? He goes, I don't know. I just know he's coming. I'm like, when well, I, when I asked you, when you asked me, when I said that, when I made that comment, I already knew what I was going to ask you. Oh, I did was you? already very you well were. prepared, as I always am. For the whiskey it works that, that, that we do. like the biggest line of BS it's as it was when you and, asked me earlier. And you know it's not, because I am always prepared for these, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you know as a network time killer, folks. <laughs> kind of is. Pause for uh, effect. No, it's been, I'm, I'm glad we finally, uh, you know, got you up here, Mitch. Yeah. And we've got to, you've got to let us know when you do these pairings again oh yeah well, that's why text, i wanted to really. another reason i wanted to come on here and yeah. talk about it a little bit and share that with you guys because you're always invited but i'm going to be doing them uh twice twice a month at vertex now so ryan who really? took okay. over for me um he pretty much entrusting me with doing the tastings he says it's something that we need to do and oh, I, I agree I'm so glad that's back yeah. yeah so my my first last night actually with my wine tasting uh, I don't care almost about that. wine's gross. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> almost everybody there were my old regulars, and they were just super happy to have something like that back at the vertex. And I'm super happy to to be doing it. So perfect. Yeah, I'll oh, keep my up wife on would have loved it. I oh, I'm gone. sure. Well, you like you're a wine oh, guy. I'm well, you like equal it. opportunity. It was four courses of food. I mean, nobody left their hunger either. So <laughs> you could order whiskey from the from the bar yeah. and, and enjoy the food too. That's so what I'd done. so Irish whiskey <laughs> is the next one. Then then what'll be? Do you know what's after that? So we're thinking uh, tequila to launch off spring. Do First day of spring again. is the twentieth. So okay. it's probably not going to be as a. Uh, I don't know if flamboyant is the right word, but I, I I probably pulled a lot more expensive tequilas than I should have. Boy, you did I, that. I got, that I got very excited. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and it was my, you know, my stuff to play around with. But. Well, we had the Sincoro that night, and we had, uh, what was in the ceramic? The Colossus Azul on Yeho, which yeah. is like a $340 <laughs> bottle. I got a little, <laughs> I got in trouble for that one, actually. <laughs> I did. That was delicious, though. Oh, my goodness, that was good. Yeah, that's a good thing you found a different line of work. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, let's. Finally, get you the. Let's do the rum one up there. Then that you promised, and then you, you know, bailed on us. So let's let's you know let's do that one. That'd be cool. And you guys oh, just started hold off. On, hold on a second. <laughs> this is why he just came back from where <laughs> Jamaica, Jamaica, <laughs> and was all hoity toity about all this rum. Uh, twenty They're minutes famous for their rum. Twenty minutes before he got on the plane to Jamaica, he would have swore to God and everybody else that he would never ever drink rum. And then he comes back. <laughs> and I brought it's all, some. Did I not bring you, back a you great did, bottle? And you actually brought it back, and now people are actually carrying it too. It's the Appleton which, Twelve, right? Yeah. Thank yeah. you for that because that's mine. Do you, is it really? Yeah. You guys do Appleton? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. See, that Appleton Twelve is amazing. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. All, yeah. all the Appletons are honestly. Well, you are least. welcome, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> you did honestly. You got you got it into Timmons for me at least. And God, um, look at what I've done. Screwball, new riff. I'm taking credit for that, too. New Riff is delicious. I, is. I will admit that. If, if you, if you like was, the best bottle of New Riff and no, um, go out to Timmons Market, get, get the Rob Henry bottle. Mm. It's got whiskey at work on it. You'll, okay. It's right. delicious. I'm going to give you that he, one. He brought it okay. to town, but he picked the worst bottle. I'm going to give you that one. 
And okay, so now I get credit for Screwball, New Riff, and, and Appleton. Yeah, but okay. I brought I brought Crooked, Crooked Furrow. Yeah, you did. That's a <laughs> damn good bourbon. But uh, all right, Mitch. Thank you for sitting down and doing this, and for bringing drinks. One from your own personal bar that you were skeptical, or not skeptical, but hesitant to bring in. Because oh, I didn't know you, that. You, I you, didn't, this was... you didn't want us to finish it, and now it's almost <laughs> I, gone. I was, I was only hesitant because I knew Rob was going to be here. <laughs> I, but I, thought, here I thought this was company time, man. I, nope. I didn't know this was out of his personal stash. <laughs> it, it is, but here's here's the bonus, though, is that I was at Timmins with Rob when we did the whiskey event, right? and uh, I know that he's going to let me taste some uh, Old Forester birthday bourbon oh, after this. Yeah. So that, I let him drink as much that, of that as he wants. Um, that's that's one of the ones I've been agonizing over opening. Yeah. Oh, you haven't opened it yet? I have not. Let's. Well, you're my, not going to resell it, are you? My, no. Well, scalper. <laughs> well, I know it's really hard. It, my birthday will be. My birthday's in July. We might have to have a little let's, gathering. Let's get that open, Robbie. Okay, so this bottle died for nothing. So. <laughs> no, no, not for nothing. I it's swear. Just, I, I, just, I promised you that if I opened it. I would contact you. That birthday bourbon's just sitting in his office right now, oh right on the God. corner. It's right where everybody can see it. Yeah. You know, so everybody walks in and everybody that knows anything about bourbon is like, You son of a bitch. <laughs> why is it not opened and why aren't we trying it? I know, because that's what'll happen. <laughs> right. Uh, Stitch will go in there and Pour yeah. it into a pint glass. And yeah. <laughs> Drink half of it and be I like, know. oh, it really wasn't very good. Then we'll have to get a new sales guy and a new on-air guy because he'll be bleeding <laughs> in the parking lot. Well, remember, too, Mountain West Whiskey Festival. You going to be there, Mitch? I'll be pouring. Yep, I got a table there. Okay, yep. perfect. So is it under Southern? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, okay, yeah. excellent. Uh, Mountain West Whiskey Festival, March 5th. There are about, oh, man, there if it doesn't sell out by next Tuesday, I'm going to be very surprised. I, I, our hope, I think, is that it'll it'll go out over the weekend. We have yeah. a push going out. Uh, there's a few VIPs left and a, just a few general admission things left too. Right. So it's um, very it's it's tickets are doing well. Right. Yeah, they are. So get them at MountainWestWhiskeyFestival.com. And of course, if you click on there, you can see the entire list of Southern everything they're going to be bringing, and uh, it's pretty extensive. I mean, you guys are bringing out some good stuff. So yeah, we got six at, tables. Oh my God, that's awesome. Yeah. Very cool, Mitch. Thank you, buddy, for finally getting up here and doing this. Thank you. And we'll have we'll have you back at, <laughs> I at you some said point. You couldn't mention that. I was nice about it. You, on the other hand, hey, were kind of snotty. Okay. You, you told me. You told me I, I flaked on the rum. I flaked on you guys. I'm just. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We, I'm only mad about him putting us off for a month. That's true, because Rob wanted to drink. And when Rob doesn't drink for a month, things get cantankerous. Well, that'll never happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Mitch. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank you, guys. You bet. Thank you for listening to this episode of Whiskey at Work. I am the producer and host, Mark Houston, along with Rob Henry. Our shows are engineered by Chris Jaquis, and the video and audio editing is done by our own Russ Haddon. If you like what you hear, we would love a five-star review wherever you rate your podcast and leave us a comment as well. It's Whiskey at Work on the Home Slice Audio Network. Mm-hmm.